man. Oh, yeah. What a classic jam. Hey, Frank, if you think it's funny, then you don't owe me money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is a great line. <laughs> Nothing beats uh, give the dog a bone, let a dog roam, and he will find his way home. I'm a he will fan. find his way home, <laughs> dude. That is... <laughs> Huge fan of DMX. I love his catalog. <clears throat> He's old school. And here's the thing that people will end up remembering him for. He's one of the first people to die of a heart attack after getting vaccinated. He really was. Yeah, he was one of the... He's one of the OGs, if you will, <clears throat> of the yeah. vaccine adverse reactions, man. Yeah, and that's right. If we... If you're asking yourself right now, are the dudes really starting off their podcast one minute in on mm. getting kicked off of YouTube? You know it. <laughs> Fuck you, we're YouTube. For. We're getting those blue I guess lines. I guess that's how Rough Riders roll, man. They get the vaccine. And, uh, we've been getting the um, COVID warning labels on Spotify again, which I find funny. I, Have we? Yes, we got them back again, which is interesting because I thought they were ending the emergency maybe... No, that's two months from now. Three months. I was gonna say, do you think May 11th will be when we stop getting the if you want to learn more about COVID 19 warning labels on episodes of ours? Uh, Well, what's really funny is our parents didn't believe me when I said that to them. Well, it means that somebody out there, at least at Spotify, is listening to the episode, (laughs) or they have a, a really good AI program that just filters through certain words and the second we say vaccine myocarditis i think it's ai yeah it's definitely ai which can i say i'm in a, i'm very much in favor of ai i love the terminator he was my hero in the movie the terminator i see what you're doing here fella you're pulling a fast one you're trying to sidle up to the enemy okay nothing wrong with a little ai i kind of like it they're definitely you know? uh, well the system skynet if you will is recording our voices it's right definitely now listening. they definitely know who we are Got a uh, probably a finger on the pulse of our personalities, I can only imagine. <laughs> so I look forward to meeting Terminator version of me who rings my doorbell and kills me ultimately, and then uh, <laughs> goes on to find Jane, uh, little Connor fella, James Connor, John Connor. If I know anything about myself, my Terminator self will at least get me high first. So. Yeah, he will sucker me into a joint rip, and then that's when he'll shoot the metallic finger through my skull. I can only when imagine. When I'm least expecting it. Well, at least when I I'm appreciate the it. quick death. Thanks for letting me get high first, buddy. Oh, you yeah. Know. <laughs> back you always to want the quick death. We keep going back to Terminator, man. I think uh, we're on to something we here. I think we're in it. We're in the Terminator world, right? They I- said they... <clears throat> There's a lot of talk that the AI has been officially turned on. And a lot of people are scared. I've been seeing articles about that. You alluded to it earlier, man. In a Remember a long episode. time ago, I was telling you, because we can't even agree on whether dogs have consciousness. So AI, computers will, main, will <laughs> achieve consciousness well before we can ever I, agree that it has it. I, I'm a firm believer that animals have consciousness. Okay, but where do you draw the line? What does that mean? Like what consciousness is, or where do I draw the line at how I define consciousness? Because. At what point, okay, at what point are you self-aware? Well, okay, that's where I was going to take it. Uh, Yeah. I would say that self-awareness is when you're taking care of others. So monkeys take care of others. Yeah, you're the self-aware. But Self, some monkeys... The... Okay, well, hold, on, hold on. There are some sure. monkeys who will look in a mirror and they don't realize that that is them. I, there's an element to consciousness that I believe in as far as I have an inherent um, instinctual need to take care of this creature okay you i know it sounds really gross but i'm gonna say this is kind of what really blew my mind oh yeah i can't wait when it comes to it uh you know the bonobos they are a type of monkey yes so bonobos monkeys they're like they're super intelligent for sure man they're they're probably the closest to us you can get oh yeah and uh (laughs) they just fuck 
They're all about fucking. Everybody fucks everybody. This is good stuff. Okay. The monkeys will fuck each other to apologize. They'll fuck each other if they're fighting. They just fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, this, this is good stuff. And the dads will fuck their daughters. The dads will even fuck their sons. Oh, Democrats. Okay, we're rolling. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. The only <laughs> the only sex that is really never partaken in within the bonobos uh, species is mothers will never fuck sons. Wow. All right, man. Right? Yeah. And I think, okay, so as weird as it sounds is I think, so that is one species that has hit a different level. Because it's like, I don't know, I don't know, I know that sounds weird, but that's kind of like, they've set a, a societal boundary. You know? I guess so. I see a boundary there, and are you suggesting consciousness? Consciousness is funny, I... I just but feel would you like would you say the monk would you say like chimps have con you know? Yeah, I think when there's territoriality and I think um you know grouping. But a chimp. Society, that's my point. Is like a chimp won't won't follow that boundary. And I'm just saying a chimp I will think funk its mom if it if it's part of the harem. Just because you may be animalistic doesn't mean you don't have conscious that you're not aware or at least functioning. I think I, there's more of being aware of who I am is more of like not only who I am, but where I come from. Are you saying that consciousness, to define consciousness, you must be in the mindset essentially of to, like, to thinking of like who am I or, you know? Like I said, like I said there's a difference between... I can understand that I am who I am, but there's a difference between I understand where I come from. The monkey must say to be or not to be in their in their To mind. be or not to be. I'm saying, like, if I'm not fucking my mother, then <laughs> I clearly understand not only who I am, but where I come from. Could you not be raping your daughter in the bonobo uh, community and still you not can be rape aware your daughter that and that's fine. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. Your right? daughter and like have consciousness. Like oh, I'm raping my daughter. If I tell you, if I tell you this man <laughs> in wherever, and you know this man in in wherever Illinois, he got caught fucking his daughter. Right. You wouldn't be that surprised. But if I told you a mother was caught fucking her son, it's very surprising. A little bit different. And that's why. Okay. It's different, and that's why I'm saying. So it's like. We've progressed so far to a societal point that, like, nobody's fucking the kids. But With, there's research out there suggesting that fish have consciousness. Are, if there are fish floating around in the water with thoughts, we were just talking salmon earlier. Yeah. Right? Salmon swimming back home to fuck. To, but that's instinctual. That is, you're sure. just following. But why, even if you're just following instinctual ideas, is there not consciousness? There? So that's what blows my mind. Okay, that's why my point with the bonobos is you're fucking everybody except your mom. <laughs> sure. So, so your man. I know it sounds funny to I talk know, but the, about. Are the fish like, fucking their mom? It, fish? No, they're they're but, procreating. No, no, no. But yeah. I'm saying I'm saying it means you're making. They are. Ma there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a decision there. You know what I mean? Like I'm making a distinction between uh, raping this person versus my own mother. I'm not gonna not even I'm, raping. No, it's consensual. It, but it, that's I'm like sorry. the craziest thing. I'm is not like, going to make like consensual a, love to my mother. The, the point that they have a line that they will not cross. Sure. And, and it's an agreed and upon why? line society. No, no, but, but the, my point is, is why? And one of the things is what's crazy, I think what they said is, one of the craziest things is if you're a son who has sex with your mom, there's way more chance of there being genetic abnormalities than a father having sex with a daughter. Wow. Oh, man. When, and, and that's what's crazy is what made these, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty wild stuff and super gross. And I've never. It's gross. Put that connection together. Also, I, we were talking consciousness. I didn't think we'd be going down the road of dads banging the daughters and vice versa. No, no, oh, but the yeah. bonobo monkey, the fact that they're... The, okay, I'm, my, my whole thing is when you're a monkey, you're not thinking like uh, we are, right? And yeah. So that's why we need to study them because we, don't, we have gone so far from that that you can't even really study us. 
I just don't think consciousness has anything to do with like morality or whatever. You know what I'm I saying? I think it does. Because why would you draw a line unless yeah, you understand who you are and where you come from? Gacy was They're... conscious of what he was doing. He's raping and murdering, but he was conscious who? of it. <laughs> Gacy. Well, but he was a he was an uh, an outlier. Uh, I just think like pe- consciousness has to do with more like being um, maybe on some weird functional level aware of existence. But my point is. You got to go further than just your existence. It's more like it's not only that we know we exist; it's that we understand we must have come from somewhere. Hmm. And and the fact that we're always trying to pursue not only where are we going, but where did we come from? That is what you know. The reason the Minobos monkey is not fucking his mom is because he understands he comes from her. You know. And I think that's that's a separation amongst the primates is understanding not only you are, but you came from somewhere. Good call. You're a product of something. Absolutely, man. That's a great call. And we all come from somewhere, including all the fucking migrants flowing in through the border, (laughs) dude. They all come from somewhere. But you know who has an answer, Mike? My guy. Jerry Polis. This is turning governors against governors here. Obviously, I know Governor of Illinois wasn't happy with you. Um, Was there a rift between uh, Pritzker and Polis that I'm not aware of? Yeah, they're both fighting for the Democratic nomination. I told you. They're both fat gay dudes trying to be the nominee. (laughs) (laughs) Pritzker and gay dude, we don't do that in Chicago. Hey, take it back! (laughs) (laughs) See what I did? We don't do that in Illinois. That gay shit. Right now, in dealing with this matter. Well, I agree with your framing. First of all, um, the federal government should step in. I mean, states can't solve immigration. We do the best with what we have. Uh, I wish we had the ability to grant work permits. We don't. We don't control the border. Um, So, a few things the federal government can do constructively. One is to do temporary protected status for another round of Venezuelans. Most of the new group are Venezuelans. So, pending their asylum cases, let's make sure. So then, if they were sent to Denver, you'd keep them. Uh, you know what? It would turn it would turn a burden into mm-hmm. an asset. We have a workforce shortage. We have two job openings for every applicant, right. every unemployed person. So we need them. So you'll but take some migrants we if would, they want to go the, to work. With the permission to work, we would okay. love to have several thousand, without okay. a doubt. Um, second, what? of course, secure our borders. That's an ongoing issue. They need congressional action. I don't think that's Excuse something me? the president can do alone. Third, support uh, states and cities that are uh, dealing with asylum seekers. So mm-hmm. right now there's... You know, there's some potential pots of money, but there's not a real program that will support the cities and states that want to do this work. The city of Denver in Colorado did some of this work. Over 4,000 people passed through Colorado. We have about eight, 900, mostly Venezuelan immigrants that have through. decided they to move go? to Colorado. So let's well, assist the cities and states cities, that want to be part of the solution. Um, is there, did you have, did that come up in this conversation today? So uh, I, I wish we talked more of it. It came up, uh, we did have Secretary Mayorkas there for a part of it. And so uh, we brought up again, there's a lot of concern I share about what will happen when Title 42 ends in May. And so mm-hmm. making sure that the federal government has a plan. We hope they do. If they do, they haven't shared it fully with us yet. But we've said you need a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want them to vet it with us. We want to make sure it's not what we experience in December times five or times three. That would be disaster for the country. There is no plan, and it will be times five, uh, times ten probably, Jerry. Sorry to break it to you. Yeah. You said you were a sanctuary, you jackass. That's ex- Did you say plan? Our plan is to not talk about it. There's nobody's talking about it. We all... By the way, do you... Oh, look, a balloon. All right? Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What are you talking about? The migrants and the... Oh, another balloon. There's another one. What do you <coughs> mean? we got time for migrants. we got balloons migrants all over. At the, oh, my God. It's another balloon in Canada. Like oh, five man. Balloons. Shoot them down left and right. Don't worry about those migrants. What? How many thousands in Denver? Migrants. We had balloons during Trump. Do you hear what he's talking about? I am down in Denver all the time. Okay, they have nowhere to put these people. They're on the streets. Yeah. It's freezing no, it's, cold. It's not a good place no, for them. It's noticeable around here because there's like a lot of them are uh, panhandling. Yes. So you're like, you get off the highway and there's literally a mother, a husband, and like five kids. And they're just sitting there begging for money. 
this migrant situation is a disaster, actually. Yeah. It's really you bad. you don't have for... any jobs. You don't have any places to put them. No, this is all a lie. There are no jobs for these people, or they don't want the jobs, and or you need people for certain jobs to, you know, <laughs> speak English. <laughs> no, the big problem is they don't want the jobs. Yeah, I, you are they, correct. There's a lot they of... They don't want the jobs. A lot of people here who are here for the welfare. That's very true. It, that is, I mean... Not everyone, but there is a good percentage. No, no, we talked to... Listen, if you live in a country where you have nothing, right? Oh, you yeah. come here, the government gives you $450 a month in food stamps. They give you $1,200 a month in whatever. That's enough for you. You can make that work. I can't because I was born in America. So I spend money <laughs> like, it, like it grows on trees. But, uh, you know, an immigrant with nothing, they'll turn that into a million dollar savings in 35 years. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's how they do it. I don't know. I find it funny that places like Denver, Chicago, New York, Mary Adams, right? Lightfoot in Chicago. Got Polis here in Denver. They, the, they're now asking for federal help with the migrant situation in their cities. But all of these places and all these people and the people who support them were calling guys like Abbott and DeSantis racists and bigots for yeah, saying racist, for yeah. sounding the alarm and the red flags. Hey, we got an issue. We have a serious problem, a humanitarian disaster with these we migrants. Can't have an in, we can't have 1% of our population just cross into our, our state and then provide them with housing, jobs, welfare. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's a, it's insane. So what are we going to do? We're going to shovel off this excess to other cities and then jerry polis has to deal with it and jerry's not happy it's true it'll be terrible for the biden administration um let me ask you a little bit about politics uh and now here's my favorite part usually i would have cut the whole clip at that point because i'm very colorado centric i know but <laughs> i'm a really big fan of the question these days that they're posing to all these politicians about 2024 i'm gonna ask you a question we asked our um the idea of a Biden 2024 candidacy, are you enthusiastic? Are you comfortable? Do you have some reservations? Or are you uncomfortable? Well, look, I mean... What the hell kind of question is that, man? That was kind of... I do. That's like how you ask a guy a new pair of underwear feels. <laughs> are you comfortable? Constricted? How are the balls? Can you breathe? All right. Your president needs to be the one who says I'm running, and I'll be excited to support him. Um, so you're you enthusiastic? Know, it's up to him. I'll be enthusiastic if he's enthusiastic. That's an interesting way of putting it. Why do you say it that That's way? That's how you well, answer you a know, question you, about you, your underwear. Only, only a president. <laughs> Frank, are, are you enthusiastic about this? Cause Sorry, Chuck. Our, uh, I wasn't sure if we were talking about Joe Biden or my jockstrap I just tried. <laughs> trying out for the polo team. Answer the question with Jill. You know, he has a fire in his belly. He's ready to do it. Um, we had a great meeting with him today. And do you think uh, he's ready to? Here's the payoff. Oh, again? Uh, from my perspective, yes. it sure is. I mean, um, if somebody asks you, him, hey, Governor, you, know? you tell yeah. me, you've been with the president. Is he up to the job? Oh, of course. That's he's I mean. the same Joe Biden we always knew. I knew when he was vice president. Uh, he is a class act. Uh, he is uh, on the top of his game. There's top no, of there's his no game. question about that. Top of his game, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Top of his game. He's 80 years old. The top of his game. He's 80 years old. <laughs> come on, guys. Jerry, come on. You're a good liar. I got, I'll give it to you. You're a schmoozer. I like it. You may have a chance to maybe run at 2024, but come on. Top of his game. Top of his game? Dude, the guy looks crazy like the plastic surgery they've done on joe biden over the last like two years is really bizarre do you notice they smoothed out his top of the forehead but not the bottom half it's really strange i do something of the with the tails of the crypt fucking hair like he's the plugs just didn't age well looking you know? freaky man he looks too old yeah. he shouldn't well he's too old. Again, I think he's one of those Chuck E. Cheese top electronic. Top of his game? Top of his game. I mean, I don't like Pritzker, but dude, Pritzker, I, I'd vote for Pritzker over Biden.
And Polis. I personally think Polis is a bad politician, and I think he uh, has a bad record, to be totally honest. Crime is sky high in Denver. Uh, the Transportation-wise, everything is crap. He has, in my opinion, done a shit job with the state. He was, I think, personally uh, equal to Gavin Newsom as far as the pandemic was concerned. Absolutely. And anyone who went to the second round of uh, shutdowns, I feel like, is on the same level. And I, again, think the woke politics and, you know, at a time when people needed the government to make to stimulate business and to get things going. Uh, Polis was signing bills to have trans inclusivity for black community members in a in a place where we have, statistically speaking, the lowest the lowest black population in America for a South major Park city. South Park literally makes jokes about I, it. I know, four black families in so Colorado. We don't need black, you like, know, BIPOC-based trans-inclusivity bills signed, and we don't need bills for BIPOC community members to be able to open up dispensaries when the weed market tanked because you allowed outside people from Russia and Canada to come in and bomb the market. You fucked the entire economy here, uh, Jared Polis, and you have nothing to st- stand on and say for it. So he's trash. I think, he, you know, it's amazing that they're trotting him around. He's got the, the LGBTQ BLT sandwich community thing behind him, and that's all he's got. He, his record is, is, quite frankly, really horrendous. I, I, I think he yeah. ruined Colorado. It's yeah. obvious. You talk, you talk that there are people now leaving Colorado. Colorado was the place people were leaving no, too. I, that's dude. I, look, did you see Bill Maher, dude? That's the lady said it. Who are you gonna run? The problem is, Polis, Pritzker, Newsom. The, the, fourth in line was Cuomo, and he got fucking taken out. Like, oh, dude, Cuomo. every fucking state you guys were in charge of. Lost population is continuing to lose population. Like, there's no, there is no A, B, there's like Biden is A, there's no B, C, or D. No, and in places like Colorado that started to heavily lean blue, there is not a lot of hope for the economy in these places. People are not excited about others moving in and stimulating the economy, there's no tourism. People what, what is what is Pritzker gonna say, dude? Listen, what is uh, let's say Pritzker wins the nomination, right? Oh yeah, he's going uh, and DeSantis wins. So Pritzker's going up against DeSantis, right? And somebody says Chicago has thirty three. They've hit thirty three percent vacancy <laughs> on the most popular mile of downtown Chicago. Yeah, it's unreal. Man. <laughs> That's absolutely on, unreal. On Michigan Avenue, it's. 33% vacant. It's just empty. Right? Completely insane. And then they look at DeSantis. In Miami, Tampa, any city in Florida, you can't buy space. Kind of says a lot right there. I mean... Right? <laughs> and the thing is, is two years ago, one of them was saying, we're, we're, we're putting up bills. We're signing bills saying they'll never shut down your business. We don't care what's going on, right? Like, w- one thing DeSantis did that people love in Florida is he didn't just say, I'm not going to shut down your business. They actually put in amendments. They put in laws in Florida where COVID-2 comes, they're not going to shut down your business. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's what people are looking at is the future. You did it once. You're going to do it again. That's why Chicago... Yes. That's why nobody's moving to Chicago. Yes. It's not because it's not because COVID's not over. COVID's over. But we know you're gonna do it when COVID two comes around. You played your hand. Emma and I always talk about wanting to start a business and the idea always whenever we discuss it, because we have people in our families that could back the idea. The whole concept is well, we can't do it in Colorado. The taxes are outrageous here. We got to move somewhere else. You got to move somewhere else. When people in general start thinking that way and people are leaving, you got a serious problem. And it starts with guys like Polis and Pritzker and fucking Newsom. And And it's, and it's not just you. It's that's why big companies left Chicago. That's why Elon left 
California. Yes. That's why Joe Rogan left California. Absolutely. The Daily Wire moved to Tennessee and Florida. Oh, and <laughs> good luck in California. You'll have to drive electric cars no matter who you are in about five years, right? Isn't that <laughs> it's literally it's, it's economic one. You guys taxed yourself out of tax revenue. So yes. now Florida has virtually zero tax compared to California, but it attracted so many people that little tax is going to become so much more than California's. Yes. Right? Yes. Because now in California, you have nobody making money, and you have a million bums just sucking <laughs> off the government. Oh, man. Well, uh, Mike, at least you're in Chicago. They still have one thing going for them. You guessed it. The auto show. This morning, <laughs> electric vehicles taking center stage at North America's biggest display of horsepower, the Chicago Auto Show. I think the biggest angst that people have is when I'm out in the public, where do I go charge? It's an issue so big, it was one of the president's <laughs> major I don't think points that's the at issue. the State of the Union this week. We're going to build 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations installed across the country. And the auto industry is betting on that. Here at the auto show, it's trucks that are grabbing much of the attention from that Ford favorite F-150 now going electric to the Ram 1500 Rev going into production. Next I know a guy who it took him over a year for his, um, he put in like a waiver for the Ford electric truck. It took a year for yeah. it to go through. <clears throat> and everybody's fucking pissed about it. Six figures. Next year. If the trucks truck aren't sucks. electric, this idea of getting... All these electric cars suck. The electric car is—that's not the future. It's going to be the hydrogen cell. So all these batteries. Well, the the, yes, because the pro, you know it's what it is. Scam. Chicago this is, a scam. is the weather, dude. These anybody who's had an electric tool or electric anything—it doesn't work in extreme cold or extreme heat, apparently. And they catch on fire in extreme heat. If you uh, take a look at what happened in California with the yeah. Teslas. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the cold, right? Doesn't it just make them, they just shut down, right? Is that what happens? No, just the battery doesn't work. It's like it's, You have like half the power. And don't you think maybe this is the point? The elites want us yeah. to be stuck with battery-operated tools and cars and electric stoves and the electric everything. They want to be able to shut off the power whenever they so please. I was thinking about that the other day, dude, because my teacher was talking about it in class. Yeah. And he was laughing at, like, he's like, now everything's battery. He's like, back in my day. You know, he's one of these guys. <laughs> like, yeah, man. You know. He's like, in my day, all we had was these kind of drills. And had the cord. He's like, and he walked onto a job site. You better watch your step. There were cords everywhere. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, I, and all I could, you know what I thought of when he said that? The first thing that popped in my mind was, yeah, but every time you pulled that fucking trigger, that thing worked. Yes. Every time. Absolutely. Dude, half the time I pull the trigger, it's God damn it. I got to go back <laughs> to my truck, grab the charger, find an outlet that fucking works, plug in the charger. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Find another battery that's half charged. Oh, yeah. Switch out the battery. It's like, dude, I don't know. And the cord, it's smaller. If you have a drill that's corded, it actually fits into tighter spots. It's better. I yes. think the theme in general these days is we keep trying to replace traditional things that worked with new ideas that don't really seem to work that well. They're not better. <laughs> not better. And maybe the idea's there, right? I'll give it to all these futurists out there, mm. but I don't think we're there yet. Again, with, right. the, with the cars, I think this is a big scam. And I've, again, I've read a lot into the hydrogen cell car, fuel cell car. That is supposedly the absolute future for well, these. Okay, uh, I, I'm really surprised you brought industry. that up because that, it really, it does kind of, it, it always concerned me that there was such a push to shut it down. And one of the things I think, the hydrogen cell car can't really make a bit. There's, you're getting the the, the <laughs> beauty. The <laughs> it's not profitable. Yes, the beauty of the engine, the combustible engine. <laughs> yes, is you're selling a lot of oil. You gotta fucking you, the gas, the oil, 
you're doing oil changes, you're constantly working on it, it's great. Even the electric car, it's less maintenance, but the maintenance you're doing on it, it's, it's, it's intense. And there's you oil know, involved. And when an electric car goes down, say what you want, like a Tesla is going to break down. I'll, I'll concede that a Tesla will break down less than a Ford F, uh, than a Ford F100 gas, right? Sure. But the difference is if my starter breaks down, I can swap it out in the middle of that jewel parking lot, no problem. You know, <laughs> right. like, yeah. I'll do it myself. It's three <laughs> bolts, it's three wires, I got it, right? When that Tesla breaks down, I have no choice but to tow it in, and they're going to have to run diagnostics, do fucking wire chases. Oh, yeah. A lot of computerized gizmos involved. It's insane, you know? Absolutely. It's too much, but that's the purpose. That's uh, So that's why... Hy- so the, the, the thing is, hydrogen is on par with gasoline engine as far as simplicity, mm-hmm. except less wear and tear less profitability so, yes you and, know how like and, you know how like uh, <laughs> a lot of forklifts run off of uh propane and like natural gas oh yeah man the only reason they don't they never went with that with engine so dude to turn your car your gas car to make it run off of natural gas it, it's like literally the easiest conversion ever it's a, to be honest with you, your car is trying its best to turn your liquid gas into an aerosol gas that it can burn. Right. And that's where you're losing the efficiency. So your engine would actually prefer to run off of natural gas. And if I were to convert your engine to natural gas instead of the gasoline you're running, it would last forever. Hundreds of thousands of miles. Because you wouldn't have the carbon build like. You get the carbon buildup. The reason your engine's always breaking down is because of the buildup you're getting from the deficiencies in the fuel. Wow. Like the fuel is bad. Uh, dirty fuel? It's not, fuel? it's not dirty. It's not bad. Ooh, but there's, right. you're burning stuff that shouldn't be in there. Okay. That you don't need. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Definitely. And that's and causing that's junk to build up in, inside that's the That's what's clogging up the, your, your valves the and engine. everything. And right. That, yeah. Okay. So... And then if we were to go to hydrogen fuel, then these are cells that essentially your, your exhaust would be water. Water. Right? And that's, what I'm, that's my point is it's an even cleaner burning fuel than natural. It's what, like what would the, the effects be on an engine if it was running on water? So <laughs> you can't run like the engine you have, you can't run on hydrogen because the, it's just not, it can't handle the blast. What uh? So you're saying we would have to then reinvent the uh, combustion engine, essentially, or would they've be... already done it? No, no, they have engines that run on hydrogen. Okay, so what are we doing yeah. here, man? Why aren't we doing this shit? What's going on? Because... You know, I read this article because... in NPR about how they're running universities. It's not profitable, soon. and the the problem is it's so cheap, it's not profitable. Well, I get it's not profitable, but we've talked about this with nuclear. How nuclear is not profitable, right? Also, uh, because it's a forever energy. They are now starting to... Uh, fusion wouldn't be profitable. Well, fission is, but fusion... They're not. looking into uh, fueling universities with uh, mini-reactors. Fuck the university, yeah. Right. Well, that's where you test them, and look, if something goes wrong, we could spare some college students, you know? Definitely spare some college students. That's what I think. I think that's where they're thinking is there. Like, all right, if we have an explosion. Anybody who's ever started a sentence with, I belong to Lambda. Yeah. Well, we're going to. F- we're going to fuel your fret with a uh, mini reactor. Okay, fella? Beautiful. <laughs> Don't mind the hum. <laughs> yes, your teeth are quite shiny. <laughs> part of the effects it's positive trust the science my friend uh, if your teeth are that white imagine how clean your bones are it's perfect <laughs> them are good. the science i think that's pretty cool stuff we've discussed it a lot there's a lot of um bad press out there and people really don't understand that nuclear energy is truly the green energy of the future that people just are unwilling to embrace because previous experiences with it have been catastrophic on, on very minimal levels, only 
couple situations. But not really now. even that bad. I don't know. Not even that bad. And also, we've gone a long way. It's no longer those giant towers, right, from The Simpsons or whatever. Uh, like, it, you can actually have these little kind of uh, reactors going on. I think you even told me, isn't that what those subs are running on for the Navy? They're literally running on mini nuclear reactors. Aircraft carriers. Aircraft carriers. Yes. We've had them for decades. For dec- we already like, have the technology and it's safe. I've always said, like, why wouldn't... Yeah. So we could run cities. We could literally run cities on this technology. Uh, we just don't because why? Well, there's no profit in it, man. We gotta burn I some I forgot oil, what they said, dude. I think they said our aircraft carriers are about this I think it's Omaha, Nebraska. If we like our aircraft carriers consume about as, as much energy as Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. I think that's what that was. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'm a drunk plumber. It's this cool. Is way too long into the podcast. We to will, we will be go with allegedly, but oh. allegedly. <laughs> but uh because you got to think like not so an aircraft carrier not only does it have a act working 24-hour emergency room kitchen you know dining hall barracks entertainment all that it's also moving <laughs> right that's it's a yeah, ship it's that insane. has to move yeah right it's 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 uh ready to launch and catch airplanes wow. like it's 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 an immense amount of energy it's a small city it's also running a router for the wi-fi Distributing all that Pornhub to all the guys on that a, ship, man. A thousand sailors. That is a lot porn. of porn. That's a wow, lot of gay porn. That's a lot, lot of gay <laughs> porn. <laughs> Fuck you, Marines. I know you're watching the gay porn. <laughs> you know what Marine stands for? My ass rides in Navy equipment. Uh, yeah, you fucking f- <laughs> Say what? You gotta be as tough as you want. You know what do we do in the Army? We got our own fucking ships. We ain't riding with you f- <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I love the Navy and the Marine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was so good. And we support all our service members. of. We really do. Even the Coast all, Guard. All levels. Kinda... Yeah, we appreciate we need more people to serve. We support the Coast Guard because there. we need dudes to fuck when we get in, when we go into prison. You know, this is uh, I'll leave that one to Mike. But also, <laughs> uh, we go into military uh, prison. You know, you know fuck we... the Coast Guard. <laughs> they're like the Asians of civilian prison. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're uh, like your favorite band, the <laughs> BTS Boys. That's right. <laughs> Never forget. I was kidding. No, we need our servicemen and Terrible women jokes. and people out there only because we got the war going on in Ukraine. And look, dude, Ukraine. We're about to go World War Three. We're about to go World War Three, but also Ukraine, Mike, just added a whole new level. And when I'm saying I didn't see this coming, folks, I'm saying really, truly, I did not see this coming. Alec Baldwin, just weeks from his first scheduled court appearance in the 2021 accidental shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. That was two years ago? Now being sued by her family in Ukraine. Alec Baldwin's being sued by Ukraine, bro! What? (laughs) What? Yeah, man! What? Dude! Just wait! They're gonna rope in Zelensky and everything! Oh my god! Take over Donbass? Here's the thing. Here's how you know nobody's paying attention to Zelensky or the war in Ukraine. They're like, ah, oh, we gotta, we gotta rope in Alec Baldwin somehow. Along with the others, was Russ being shot in the Donbass region? And he shot taken the away fucking by Baldwin and the Russ producers. <laughs> they delivered a wound that will last forever. A gaping wound that never. <laughs> Baldwin and Rust were previously sued by Helena's husband, Matthew Hutchins. Hutchins saying to an attorney that he doesn't believe any other family members have a claim in California or New Mexico. And that he wasn't aware her family was filing the suit until the day it was announced. Hutchins sat down with Hoda after the 64-year-old Baldwin spoke to ABC. I just felt so angry to see him talk about her death so publicly in such a detailed way. And then to not accept any responsibility after having just oh, who is this f- Hutchins' Christ. lawsuit That's, was later uh, settled. 
Helena's parents and sisters say <coughs> they are also entitled to damages for their loss, which took place before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Baldwin and his attorneys declined to comment on the lawsuit. Meanwhile, the actor is preparing to fight the criminal charges against him, filing a demand for a speedy trial and a motion to disqualify special prosecutor Andrea Reeb because she's also a state legislator. The district attorney calling it a tactic to distract from the fact that Helena Hutchins died because of gross negligence and a reckless disregard for safety. While he's no longer speaking publicly Here about the case, Baldwin has been posting to social media, along with <laughs> wife Hilaria, who recently <laughs> thanked her friends. You are helping us to be stronger parents and partners during this unimaginable time, stemming from such heartbreaking tragedy. Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed are also facing a weapons enhancement charge, which could add five years to a sentence if either is found guilty. Lawyers for Gutierrez-Reed called that charge a clear violation of the Constitution because it wasn't on the books when the incident happened. The DA says its office is actively reviewing applicable laws. You know cops are allowed to file charges after. Oh, dude. Come on, this is so good. Wow, this is so funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so sad. I feel bad for the woman that it's died. It's tragic, so but holy cow, it's like three that years on and we're roping Alec That's Baldwin That's into the war hilarious. of Ukraine. Alec Baldwin like, is totally oh, trying to pretend like he didn't have anything to do with killing this woman. Dude, he pulled the trigger. You know what? Like, you said this back when he did that whole interview on 60 Minutes or whatever, and the worst thing he did was that interview. All he should have just shut the fuck up, drifted into the shadows, and been apologetic and sorry anytime anyone saw what him. What did anyway. I say? Dude, no, no. What did I? I said an innocent man. Not only, dude. If I was innocent, I couldn't even do the interview. Yes. And for the next two years, this is two years ago. The next two, every picture would be like, oh, look at Mike. Oh, look at he looks so sad. It would be like sad Keanu Reeves eating a sandwich alone at the park. He's on, he's, on a, he's on the subway alone. He's sad. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, alone. he's sad. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. I mean, he would even going around, like, partying and, like, dude. <laughs> Classic Alec Finger Guns Baldwin. Just show Finger up, Guns Baldwin. Blazing away. <laughs> Classic. Look at having your lawyers out there. Fu- Dude, shut the fuck up. You shouldn't do any interviews. You shouldn't even have your lawyer out there. Like, you should just have pictures of you doing sad face. That you should be the only thing out there. Well, they, you killed the woman. <laughs> they always right? said this about Alec Baldwin. This is famous about him. He always shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots first and asks questions last. <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. I can't believe we're still doing Alec Baldwin. only a one-shot actor, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You better capture it on the first day. I can't even do it. Oh, man. Here we are. We're still doing Alec Baldwin. This guy, uh, he can't catch a break, I guess. Um, No, you should have shut up. You want to catch a break? Catch a break means shut up and disappear. Uh, story. It's uh, pretty unfortunate that that it happened. And um, what's for- really funny is uh, Stephen Baldwin just got signed to SNL. <laughs> I really hope that was. Are you serious? No, you're not serious. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn was it! That the guy in uh, Biodome. Yeah, it's Biodome. Yeah, he's gonna. Dude, old up. movies are. Fu- Do you know what I watched the other day? I'm really into old movies, and I can't wait. Tell me. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I recently watched that too, man. About a month ago, but yeah. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. It is such a great movie, dude. Kindergarten Cop is a classic. (laughs) Do you know what I watched yesterday was Goldeneye. Oh, wow. I think it's the best James Bond movie. I, I could actually... I may Maybe. stand on that one. No, I think it's the best one. It's really t- entertaining. Tomorrow, was it Tomorrow Never Dies or something? 
Goldeneye is fucking fantastic. It start to what finish. What was the one after it? I don't remember actually. The last Pierce, <laughs> the last Pierce Brosnan. What, what was it? That was tomorrow. Is that with Halle Berry potentially? Yes. Is that where he yes. s- does the surfing thing? Dude, when they're surf? like, we're getting a heat signature, <laughs> and there's the two bodies, fucking. Oh, that is That's with tomorrow never Denise dies, Richards. Right? And what? yeah, tomorrow never dies. I believe that's probably the best one. That was Pierce Brosnan's last one, right? No, but I believe really Goldeneye is the best all-around James Bond movie. It's it's great action, hilarious comedy, and start to finish, I think it's just the most entertaining. A lot of Bond all movies right. fall victim to some boring sections. Where I would say Goldeneye is the exception uh, to the rule. Dude, Tomorrow Never Dies, they do the thing on the skis. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar with the Pierce Brosnan's after Goldeneye. There's a lot of bad CGI. I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. Like, famously, yeah. hilariously it's bad It's not like CGI. it was good CGI before him, though. Well, Goldeneye, this is why... I really enjoyed Goldeneye. Practical effects. And almost no noticeable CGI, to be totally honest. I, I was That's actually what caught me off guard, because I think the movie comes out in 1990, maybe 92, around that era. They This is like maybe right before or right around the time Jurassic Park came out, and even Jurassic Park, right? That was cutting-edge CGI, but they still used a lot of practical effects. A lot of, like, yeah. This movie, dude, I mean, it was Bond with practical effects still. It, You know what I'm saying? Like, still kind of, you could tell they're in a studio. You could see it's pyrotechnics almost in a way. It doesn't have the same kind of oomph to the explosion, but I liked it better than anything else I've seen in the last 20 years. And on the rewatch, I was kind of taken aback. Like, this is more engaging. It's more fun. There's less reliance on the CGI, which makes it, you know, the story, the plot moves a little bit better. CGI ruined movies. Almost all movies. They just became too reliant on it, you know? And uh, and again, the checkbox kind of thing where, you know, I mean, I don't know. I can't wait to see the new Bond. You know, we're gonna get a new Bond, and mm. if we don't get a black by, bi- <laughs> if we don't get a black Bond, uh, the world's gonna lose their mind. I can only imagine. So that's crazy. Because yeah, I was thinking about that. Who's the guy that did uh, Avatar? James Cameron. So James Cameron talking about like uh, he was kind of waiting for technology to meet up with his like you know idea. Right. It's like, dude. No. What you should be doing is searching for actors that can live up to, that can sell your idea. You know? Dude, Steven Spielberg convinced me aliens invaded or came to this world in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind in the get, 80s. Get good actors and then be a good director. Convince and- me. <laughs> Convince me. I don't need technology. Make it fantastical. Right? Yes, no, I totally agree. Because, dude, like, Hollywood become too... Re- I don't know. Like, Danielle was asking me the other day, who's your favorite actor, right? Wow. It really, it really made me think, like, holy shit. Because, okay, how, solar flare hits tomorrow, right? <laughs> okay. No, no electronics, right? That's it. There's no movies. There's no thing on TV and everything. Some Who would you actually want to go pay everything you have to go see in a play? You're saying you know? favorite actor alive today, right now. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I mean, think about it. And then she was really talking about After we really talked about it, I was like, man, you got to think like guys like, like Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Yeah. I don't need the technology. I don't need the TV. I could go watch him at the local. <laughs> Good I, call. I bet you. you he go, was in my mind. But I'll tell you who was on I the bet, tip of my tongue. I, no, but I bet you. You go like 
like we're in a post-apocalyptic world. He's gonna sure. come to your local high school, perform right. on a on the theater right there, and you're gonna just you're gonna love him because he made you forget about two hours of your life yes. and you just absorbed into the story he was telling you. Great you call know I mean? on Daniel Day Lewis. I like that a lot. That's a good. good that's mention. what like that's what it was like. And there were a lot of actors where I was thinking like, yeah, that's why they're so good. Do you know who you I know? was thinking? Who? Kevin Spacey. He's he's another one. He's another one. I'm yes. serious about that. I know yeah. the controversy around him, but put that aside. He's he's an awesome actor, and I was actually I was in my head tossing him. It was him and Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is another one, man. There's a lot of like, <laughs> like you know, it really made me think. Like, who's a good act? Like Chris Pratt is a good actor, but. With the technology. It's funny you, know, you say and that. Today. Well, it's funny you say, who would I go see act? I wouldn't actually go see an act. Uh, I would go see a comedian. If, that, all, if everything another, was wiped yeah. out. I almost think actors would be not wiped out. And This is a great kind of thought experiment too, Mike. I really like this. Like EMP, right disaster, all There's technology no wiped Dude, out. I don't know if you saw that. The sun had a hiccup the other day. I did not. Explain, please. I love this stuff. So apparently it happens every three to five years. Oh, the yeah. sun does this thing where at this, it's like, I guess the 55th uh, parallel or something. I don't remember. It's like something that it like shoots out this flare kind of. It's just like, it looks like a little explosion. And then it, it travels up to the North Pole and then goes away. And then it comes back three to five years later. So wow. I did not, like I'm weird, not aware of this. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's really weird. Wow. I remember reading about it like 10 years ago. Or no, the last time it happened. I remember the last time it happened. It was like eight years. I don't remember when it was, but I remember reading about it. And is it rolling and, through uh, right now? Well, it already has. So, it was the, so anything that happens on the sun, it hits us eight minutes later. Wow. I didn't know that was the timing. Eight minutes. All right. We are eight, um, if you, eight minutes from the sun if you go by the speed of light. Very cool. Or think of the speed of gravity. Oh, same thing. If, like if the sun implodes right now or explodes right now, we'll know eight minutes later. Eight minutes. I like it. It's a good amount of time. You could fucking eight minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> How many times? What are you saying? You know, knock out a quickie, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I could eat a, I could fuck and eat a sandwich in that amount of time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> As long as the sandwich is already made. Yeah. How long does it take Jimmy John's to get here? Uh, <laughs> if their commercials are correct. <laughs> I imagine I could fuck and get a Jimmy John's delivered and enjoy the sandwich by the time the sun rays destroyed us. If, if not, oh, you'll false be advertising. From my yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's false advertisement. I've ever heard it. If I die before I get this uh, sandwich, <laughs> better not see me in heaven, good sir. If that life-ending solar flare hits here before the sandwich, my friend, you're going to have some trouble. There'll be hell to pay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to freaky fast Jimmy John's? They had to drop that, I think, because the employment rate is uh, so They terrible. were insulting the freaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they had to stop doing freaks. You, you're never going to see things about freaks and circuses because uh, Sam Smith and company uh, glorified bearded women in red dresses. Now well, the problem a- is now freak is just thirty percent of our population. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even like. Could you imagine go- stepping through a time? Now I'm the freak <laughs> because I go to work in boots and Carhartt jacket. Was that jeans you're wearing? You fucking freak! <laughs> the fucking the bearded lady was a circus act a hundred years ago, and now it's celebrated <laughs> on the Grammys as part of Sam. Are Smith's you a man with a beard? What a! <laughs> f- what are you doing? You're a man. You're a man who wears jeans, car hard, and fucks a woman. You fucking queer. Get out of here. <laughs> Did you see the Sam Smith thing with his dancers? The bearded guys. Uh, What is going on, dude? What is going on? The beardedness. I'm telling you, that's what fucking cracks me up. I was at that wedding, I told you, in Maine. 
and we were waiting in line, and the dude in the dress <laughs> with the beard, it was fucking hilarious, but apparently I'm the only guy who thought it was funny. That no, the it's dude fucking funny, you're right. No. If you have facial hair, no lipstick. That's the rule. If you have facial hair and lipstick, I'm laughing at you. I'm not kidding. They used to make, like, Budweiser commercials about this shit when we were younger. Like, Where the guy was the man who lost the bet with his other man friends. Yes, and now he's wearing wear lipstick the dress. with a beard. Or, you know, dudes wearing dresses to get free drinks on ladies' night. You're like, this is yes. funny fucking shit. It used Dude, to be. Yeah, what commercial was that? It was, like, three or four guys, and they got ready to go to ladies' night to the for the free Budweiser. Now, now, it was also famously a Joint Chiefs of Staff song, if anyone out there has ever heard Ladies of Ladies' Night Surprise. The famous greatest, song by the one famous of the greatest band. Songs. A, a great local band out of Number Chicago. one Joint Chiefs of Staff song, Turtle Bay. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the idea of men dressing like women but putting little effort to disguising their manliness is fucking hilarious. It's, it's been made yes. fun of for generations. It's a joke. All of a sudden now, it's celebrated, and if you make fun of it, you're a bigot. Wow, dude, we have gone way too far on the other side. The pendulum is broken at this point. I don't, it's not and even you swinging. You can't fight human nature. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, I find it so funny, dude. Dude, that dude in the fucking blow-up suit. Listen, man, you're funny. <laughs> You're a, fu- you're a funny character, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. Cartoon. I don't know what you were trying. I don't know what you're trying to go for, but to me, you're a joke. Oh, Sam Smith, man. <clears throat> I feel sorry for the guy because he's kind of falling into the Lizzo trap, dude. I'm telling you, he great voice, good artist. Obviously, a little soul action going on there. You know, he could really harness that element but no he went for the fucking demonic satanist kind of like i'm gonna shock you kind of thing <clears throat> not you know what i feel you know what i feel bad for him is like tomorrow's monday right that's right all i gotta do is show up to work and do some plumb i gotta plumb i gotta plumb and just be a plumber oh yeah and i'm gonna get paid and i'm gonna earn my living it's not a lot, but it's enough. This guy, you have to come up with something crazier. Wow. You know? Good call. And the pressure. As, as much money as all you guys make doing this, yeah, all you guys, all of, all of the guys before Sam, all the guys that will be after Sam, is, you know, the simplicity of my life is the beauty of my life in that, I have to wake up tomorrow, and all I have to do is plumb. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to shock. I don't have to awe. I don't have to. You know, I do actually, and that is a very comforting feeling. Even you yeah. are even on a podcast, and you have no need to shock or awe. We just get nope. to talk about these idiots and uh, laugh at them. Because <laughs> even the podcast is just like a. It's just a great. It's just it's just a great privilege that I get to do <laughs> because I've been successful at mastering my craft of plumbing. So <laughs> I just continue to plumb and it will allow me to do what I love to do and I don't have to do anything crazy. Yeah, too you bad know? for Sam Smith. He looks uncomfortable in that outfit. I encourage everyone to check out the outfit we are talking about. He, he probably would have been a, a much more comfortable being a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, great call. <laughs> Sam Smith, you should go find God and maybe go talk to your family for a minute and, you know, yes. t- take on a trade of some sort or or go sing in a choir, you know, do something a little more. No, just find God and <laughs> join, uh, become a plumber. <laughs> it's, better, it's better than whatever you're doing in that outfit. I don't know what that was. Or I, I know you didn't see the Grammys. Listen, his- I know I'm a loser who lives in my grandma's basement, and you're a millionaire who's a very successful. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, dude. The guy looks but- unhappy. I'm telling you, and his satanic, no. quote unquote, satanic <laughs> thing was so laughable and silly, so sad. 